Welcome to Knights Around the Table, a show where the Knights of Columbus, Fulton J. Sheen, Council 7612, sit around the WSJF studio conference table and discuss their involvement and contributions to the St. Joseph community and the areas around Sykesville and Eldersburg. Here's the host of the show, Eric Klazer. Hello, we are Knights of Columbus, Fulton J. Sheen Council 7612, and this is Knights Around the Table. This show is designed to demonstrate to the community who the Knights are and how we integrate with the St. Joseph community. Let's start with the Lord's Prayer. In the name of the Father, Father Son, and Holy Spirit, Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm Eric Klazer, past Grand Knight, and today I'm here with Rich Perron, Gary Lyles, Al Grassley, and we're going to start with some council news. Who's doing the council news? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm Gary Lyles. And here's some news about what's going on with the Knights. The Baller Ravens are having a uh, home game on September the 10th and 24th. Both games started for, at 1 o'clock. So, Gary, uh, I, I actually volunteered at the last uh, Baltimore Ravens game, and I was told that I'd be able to see some plays while I'm working behind the counter there by somebody, <laughs> and I was very disappointed that all I was doing was working. So uh, what we do at the at the Baltimore Ravens game is we run a concession stand, and the profits we make there goes to our profit organization or our nonprofit organization. It's a full day of work. It's actually quite fun. Uh, I think I was there for eight hours at the preseason game, and there's a lot of uh, comedy going on and behind the scenes. It's called camaraderie. Camaraderie, <laughs> yes, yes. There's what it is. There's what it is. So that's what we do at the. Baltimore Ravens games. We usually get there about uh, two or three hours early, and then we have to stay a little bit later to clean up, but it's uh, run great. Gary has everybody. Gary has all the directions on what to do and where to go. Um, actually, Al, the preseason game was a fluke. Well, it was a fluke? <laughs> that everybody had to do everything. Well, that's what that uh, was. Because we were very, very shorthanded. And, of course, you know they didn't give us a cook. Yes, I know. I cooked, so that's so, why I couldn't see the plays so in between. See the I plate. see, I see. Okay, so I'll have um, to try out the next one then. Or you could stop when you're on your way to the bathroom. You could look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> if your organization or ministry is interested in working with the Knights as a fundraiser, please consider contacting me at seventy six twelve kfc at gmail dot com. I do believe my phone number is also listed. Our next council social is September twenty seventh. Uh, it starts at 6.30, followed by uh, something. 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 We're going to do something. We're still, it's still working on it. It's still in the planning stages, but we're definitely yeah. going to have dinner. We have dinner at the socials, and then we usually have a theme for that night. That's correct. All um, right. In, in other council news. <laughs> uh, let's see here. October the 7th, is a, uh, as you know, is St. Joseph's Block Party. The Knights are providing the chicken dinner, and we also sponsoring a soccer challenge with the help of Boy Scout Troop 883. I would like to add that uh, I am selling raffle tickets that are due on October 7th. 
So if you see me uh, after church or something, ask me to for a raffle ticket. What is it, $3,000 grand prize? Is that what it is? What's the raffle ticket for again? Uh, it used to be the car raffle. Yeah, it used to be the car raffle. So that's the cash raffle. Yeah. 20000 okay. Is yeah. it really? 20000 It's only a buck. Part. It's only a yeah. buck, and you could win $20,000. <laughs> it might be twenty. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it's only three. But anyway, yeah. that's uh, go ahead, Gary. October 14th at the Blood Drive. You can log on American Red Cross to reserve your spot. It's also Oktoberfest celebration. We'll have flyers and ticket sales coming up real soon. I got that. The October 14th, that's our first time since 2009 that we've done the Oktoberfest. So we're real excited to get that one going again. There's going to be authentic beer. There's going to be authentic German food. We've got a band book now. Uh, I think we're even going to have a prize wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing one price, so it's $45 per person or $85 per couple. That same email address we gave out before, that's a nice generic one, 7612kfc at gmail.com. Just email that, and we'll get you information about how to buy tickets. For some reason, I thought the price was $40 it was. per person. It, it was. No, sh- sh- it was when we first, the first flyers added at 40 Oh, okay, so <laughs> I went up a little bit. Now, uh, we're not, we don't have anything left over from 2009 that we're using again for this one, is there? The Clazer household <laughs> still has the mugs in it. <laughs> oh, the mugs? Okay, I was, I was worried about the beer being recycled or no, something no, like that no, again. No. Well, that's good. Um, we still have the cater, the beer, and cakes, our already paid for from last year so in answer to your question there is that <laughs> <laughs> that's all right as long as they don't have the food left over from last year that'll be good october 21st is highway cleanup and movie night bring your kids out to movie night have a great time um what's a movie l- let me explain the movie night maybe some people go. don't know about it but right. uh, we do a pasta dinner uh right after the five o'clock mass on saturday night so around 6 15 6 20 uh, pasta and sauce, meat sauce, non-meat sauce, uh, some bread. And the movie for October is Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one. gotten really good reviews. Yeah, good so one. if you got young movie, kids, it, it, it's up It's up at the uh, Chaminade Hall. Mm-hmm. It's wide open. Your kids bring some sleeping bags and some pillows, and they well, on the floor watch the movie. We have a popcorn machine that we make popcorn. All this for only $3. I mean, where can you go to get this kind of entertainment? And then, after the movie, we raffle off the movie to the to the family that wins it. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. It's a great family event. And that is October 21st. 21st, 21st the week Bring after Oktoberfest. Bring your appetite. Hobby cleanup is... Uh, so they, they meet at the park and ride across from Hate, Fun- Hate Funeral Home. And we pretty much work our way down south usually get about as far as the fire hall uh just kind of split up in teams have some bags pick them up last about an hour hour and a half it depends on many people because the last time i went they went they went north and we made it down to uh springfield avenue oh, well, well that is the official line I yeah think. it's mm-hmm. park and ride to park and ride yeah so, did you notice how clean it was after yeah. i got done cleaning it up <laughs> <laughs> They start at 8 o'clock, and they're done when they're done. They're done, yeah. Usually, George keeps it to about an hour, for right. sure. And then October 25th, social? actually. 25th? October 25th. I had the wrong number on there. Okay, our next act, uh, October social is October 25th. Uh, more information to come. And as you can tell, we have a lot of stuff going on this fall. October is busy. 
Our 7612 Chancellor, Rich Perron, doubles as our lecturer in our regular business meetings. It's my favorite part of the meeting. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> For two reasons. It's the end of the meeting. We, we know we're in the home stretch when Rich comes out, but it's the most informative part of the meeting. And he's going to share some of that with us today. My name's Rich Perron. Uh, I've been a member of the 7612 consuls for 28 years. I'm a non-dues paying member at this point. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my form to fill out for that. <laughs> got to put your time in. That's I all. I see. I see. Okay. Let me just uh, tell you about my first role as, as chancellor of the consul. <clears throat> and as the chancellor, I'm the spiritual guidance and inspiration for uh, the, the consul. I offer prayers for the sick and deceased, and I uh, maintain the protocol for funerals for any of our members or their immediate family. I'm also in charge of keeping up with the seminarians. We sponsor four seminarians this year, which I keep in communication with them and help them spiritually and materially what they need and to help promote the seminarian program in the council. I'm also on head of the charity committee when we get requests for people to um, donate money to them. I have a committee of three people that we meet and determine uh, which charities are going to be sponsored that month and for how much. My second role is, uh, is a lecturer program, and the lecturer is to provide spiritual informational and entertainment information to the members of the council. Uh, a typical Knights of Columbus meeting night will follow this protocol, and as I try to inform and guide, educate, and entertain the members. One of the examples of what I do is that one of the categories is uh, church heroes. And for the last month, I talked about uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She was born in, <clears throat> in August uh, 26, so her birthday's coming up pretty quick, in 1910 in Albania. She was Indian Catholic, and in 1950, she founded the Missionaries of Charity in Calcutta. She also taught at St. Mary's High School in Calcutta, and in 1948, she received permission to leave and go to Calcutta and serve the forgotten people of Calcutta, which were the people who were dying in the gutters. Pope Paul XI allowed her to do that. Since then, she's been awarded 16 national awards, including the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, she was canonized on the 4th of September in 2016, and in 2020, there are over 5,000 religious in her order, and they have 600 locations worldwide. Just thought you'd like to know That's that. That's impressive. Now, do you have the feast date for is the feast date when, uh, when she got canonized? No. Uh, October 6th. <laughs> yeah, it's September 4th. Oh, awesome. Just canonized on the 4th of September, so we'll have a, a little remembrance uh, at our council meeting prior to the meeting to that. Excellent. All right. Well, we're going to go over to Al. He's going to tell us why... He became a knight, and why he's stepping up in leadership. <laughs> yeah, he's asking himself that. I don't, I don't know. I woke up and uh, I became the deputy grand knight, but I'm like, is it like you know Barney Fife the deputy, or is it like a cool deputy? I'm like, I want to be the cool deputy. So oh, no. uh, who knows? Who knows what it is? Uh, you know, I've been a knight for about 20 years, and um, I really can't remember who asked me. Uh, but I was like, you know, uh, Lynn and I moved down here and we were starting our family and we just kind of came to this church. We were here maybe two or three years and um, I'm like, yeah, I think it's time to become a knight and uh, get more involved with our church. And then um, shortly after that, 
Uh, my my father died unexpectedly, and I can't tell you how um, the Knights of Columbus, with the fraternal brotherhood that we have, and there was, you know, older members here that I kind of looked up to as my dad uh, during that those those times, and it's really uh, I didn't realize the benefits of being a knight until after I joined, until that kind of happened to me. And just getting more involved in the church, the Knights of Columbus is a great way to do that. And all these events we're talking about here tonight, uh, that everybody, you can bring your family to every one of those events. The only thing that's uh, just men's only is the business meeting, uh, which is the second Wednesday of every month. And even that is, I mean, it is a business meeting, but there's a fraternal brotherhood before and after the meeting. So there's a... There's a good bunch of men here in 7612 that are really uh, propelling the Knights and St. Joe's forward. It's really turned out to be just a great uh, organization for me personally. And, you know, people will be saying, oh, it's another meeting, it's another this, another that. But the benefits of going to these things and getting involved is beyond what you think it's it will be. Uh, just before this, this radio show... Uh, I went and did rosary with uh, the fellow knights that I've been trying to do every Tuesday night that we do here at 7.30. And you might think, oh, going to the rosary for, for 30 minutes every week is, you know, that's too taxing on me. But it's it's beneficial to me. It's It allows me to just take a break from life and think about the good Lord and think about the knights here and all that they're doing. Now, why I became the deputy grand knight this year, I'm really not sure what uh, well, what you, happened. You missed a meeting. Got going I, <laughs> I think Gary nominated me, the and then, uh, <laughs> then that's what happened. But uh, uh, it's been, I think I've been deputy grand knight for uh, one month and 26 days so far, <laughs> and it's been a good experience. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of uh, experienced gentlemen here in the Knights of Columbus, and, uh, you know, I've been trying to, to hand out stuff, uh, selling the tickets to the young guys. And uh, I know they're busy with the young family, but, you know, you join up now and you can just come to what you want to come to and and just get involved as much as you can. We're not asking you to show up to every event. but uh, So you won't remember, but uh, the membership form that many of the members will hand you is called the Form 100. And the first Form 100 I got was from... <laughs> was it from me? It was from <laughs> And this was many years ago, because when I became a member at St. Joe's, I wasn't technically Catholic at the time, so I had to take the Form 100 and say thank you very much and put it on the shelf. But it kind of resonated with me, and after time... The time it just wore you down? All right. Now, how did you become the Grand Knight before me, then, if that's the case, if if you weren't Catholic? Because I went to a couple meetings, and then I missed a meeting or two. That's a couple meetings. got to straighten these guys out. So, well, that's I, I did not. I don't remember doing that, Eric. That's pretty funny. That was way back on Stang Road days. It, it was the socials, you know, because as my family was here, going to the socials was just amazing. And we mentioned the one on September 27th. Circle it on your calendar. That's open to everybody. It doesn't matter. Catholic, non-Catholic, member of the church or not. Just come on down at 6.30, and the socials are always a lot of fun. If you want to become a member of the Knights, send us an email. Same place, 7612kofc at gmail.com. You can also check out the website, kfc7612.org. It's a little bit of a flip-flop. Sorry about that, but 
That's how that works. The website is kofc7612.org. I try to keep that up to date. I'm not always good, but it's usually pretty reliable within a month. We'd love to have every Catholic man in Eldersburg and Sykesville join us. For sure. <laughs> Thanks, Al, for that card. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome, Eric. I'm going to go back to Rich Perron for some military history. Yeah, uh, I, I've enjoyed the military, and that's why I enjoy doing trivia on military, because I spent 32 years in the Army, most of it uh, uh, reserve, but I enjoyed every bit of it. But I just thought maybe you'd like to know that on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, the soldiers who walk guard wear no rank. You may not have noticed that, and they do that so as they uh, uh, do not outrank any of the unknown soldiers that are there. Only the relief commanders wear rank, and the guards are there to confront people who are not respectful for the tomb. On October of 2021, in honor of the tomb commemoration, the public was allowed to walk on the plaza, which they're not normally allowed to do, and place flowers on the tomb. Uh, that was the first time since 1925 that that was allowed. Just thought you'd like to know that. Wow. Was there yeah. any reason why they did it so recently? Uh, they, they just, it was commemorative because it had, it had not been done before and they allowed the public to bring flowers to the tomb. Wow. wow. And That's... actually walk on the plaza. Yeah, we also uh, always like to thank uh, um, our active and retired military for their service because it is greatly appreciated and greatly needed. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rich. What else do you have to share for us? Well, I, I, you know, with being Archbishop Fulton Sheen Consul, I thought I might bring you a little bit of trivia about uh, uh, Archbishop Sheen. He was born Peter John Sheen in uh, 1895 in El Paso, Illinois. And one of the strange things that happens while he was serving Mass as an eight-year-old altar boy for Bishop Spalding in Peoria, Sheen dropped a wine cruet on the floor and it shattered. After Mass, the bishop spoke to the scared altar boy. You can imagine what he must have been scared and made two predictions. First, he said he would one day study at the Louvain in Belgium. And second, he said that he would, the young Sheen would someday be just as I am, meaning a bishop. Well, in 1920, Bishop Sheen, he wasn't a bishop then, of course, he studied at the Louvain in Belgium and in 611-51, he was consecrated a bishop. So the prediction came true. I'm going to give you a little fun trivia for the Knights of Columbus. You probably didn't know this, but in 1953, the Knights of Columbus bought the land that Yankee Stadium sits on. No. Yes, that's right. Well, all the Orioles fans would probably be happy about that. I mean, so the, when, they're, when they're screaming and yelling at the Yankees, isn't that kind of screaming and yelling at the Knights? Uh, well, it, it, they, built the, they bought the land that the stadium was sold on, and later on it was sold back to the city of New York. So just to, hey, to bring you about a little memory of somebody who used to belong to our council, if you can recall that on July 19th, 1969, if our memories are still good, that's when the U.S. landed on the moon. And when the lunar, land, uh, lunar lander was on the moon, the words, eagle has landed, were spoken. And many thought that Armstrong said it, but no, it was not. The guy who said that was working in Madagascar when he received a signal that all three legs of the lunar lander were balanced and equally positioned on the solid ground 
so that the lunar lander wouldn't tip over, otherwise they'd have been stranded on the moon. Who was that guy? He was Richard Eckroth, past Grand Knight, past Favel Navigator, and was the advocate of 7612 for many years. I didn't. I wow. thought you'd like to know that. <laughs> Well, so, Eric, you, some, some greatness out. might be coming your way. Yeah, right? I can do the with that. So. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> um, Bobby, still have a minute. I still, I like to go back to the MIT Stadium. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, at our preseason game, we were very, very shorthanded. You can now email me to let me know if you're interested in volunteering for the game on the 10th. I will send out an email also. So uh, we can always use your help. By now, everybody should should have been done all the qualifications, and just email me. Let me know if you if you need anything. Email me, call me, and we'll get you through it. Seventy six twelve K of C at gmail dot com. That's our home base email right there. Now am I good? Hard to match. I am past Grand Knight Eric Claser. Thank you, gentlemen, around the table, and thank you all for joining us. We'd like to thank WSJF 92.7 for allowing us the time and space for putting this together. And thanks, Danny Gallagher, for encouraging us to follow through. We will end tonight with a prayer that we use to end our regular monthly meetings. In 2020, Father Michael McGivney, the founder of the Knights of Columbus, was given his step to sainthood and is now blessed Father McGivney. We will close with the prayer for the canonization of blessed Father Michael McGivney. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit, Amen. God, God our Father, Protector of the poor and Defender of the widow and orphan, you called your priest, Blessed Michael McGivney, to be an apostle of Christian family life and to lead the young to the generous service of their neighbor. Through the example of his life and virtue, may we follow your Son, Jesus Christ, more closely, fulfilling his commandment of charity and building up his body, which is the Church. Let, Let the inspiration of your servant prompt us to be greater confidence in your love so that we may continue his work of caring for the needy in the outcast. We humbly ask that you glorify blessed Michael McGivney on earth according to the design of your holy will. Through his intercession, grant the favor I now present. Through Christ our Lord, amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Son and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. I can't wait to do this next month. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next month. Thanks for listening to this edition of Knights Around the Table. We look forward to the next conversation about who the Knights are and what they're up to. Thanks to WSJF for broadcasting the show and Molly Claser for her tireless engineering support. We'll see you next time.